Dyer's Daily. I'm going to focus on a multi-album release, which is something quite common in this day and age. Um, multiple vintage albums being put into one set. One label commonly known to do this is uh, BGO Records, and it's one of their releases that I shall be focusing on in this podcast. Like many country music fans, my first exposure to Bobby Bear was through his memorable 1963 hit, 500 Miles Away From Home. The way he conveyed the story of that song always stuck with me and became one of my favourites. I always tried to experience more of his material, but never knew where to start. Bear, after 60 plus years in the music industry, has amassed quite a prolific catalogue of recordings that does stretch across multiple decades. Now, past the hits, it is always difficult to know where to go next. Luckily, a new reissue of albums has helped me to continue on my musical journey of Bobby Bear. Now, BGO Records, as I mentioned previously, has added to their impressive stable of country collections with this set of four Bobby Bear albums made between 1977 and 1980. This era saw a change in direction for the singer, something incredibly clear in these albums. Now, the albums, the first featured album uh, in this set is called Me and McDill. Um, and it was first issued by RCA in 1977 and is an album of tracks written by, you guessed it, Bob McDill. Um, Bobby often championed songwriters outside of the usual circle and this album acted as a showcase for McDill, who was fairly new on the Nashville scene at the time. Now, lacking much of the humour and wit of his previous work, the songs seemed to slide towards the adult contemporary genre that became common in the late 1970s. Now, the laid-back vibe is initially pleasant, but it can grate after a while. Bobby's ability to tell a narrative is quite clear, um, and it's, it's here in all its glory, with much of MacDill's lyrics tending towards sentiment. Despite this uniform approach, there are one or two exceptions. The only song that was co-written with another writer, Hillbilly Hell, seems to be a tongue-in-cheek comment on the life of a Nashville musician. And for me, it's a standout track. Other songs on the album, such as Wilma Lou, If You Think I'm Crazy Now, Don't You Think You're Too Good For Country Music, and The Woman In Every Man's Life are catchy slices of Americana and are, along with Hillbilly Hell, my highlights of this album. Now, the follow-up album in the set, um, and uh, in chronologically um, speaking, the order of albums of Bobby Bear, the follow-up album, A Sleeper, Wherever I Fall, is a far funkier affair. The first album as part of a new deal at Columbia, so it's a different um, label. The change in direction is initially startling. The album begins with the single Sleep Tight, Good Night Man, a radio-friendly track that sets the tone. What follows is an eclectic selection of tracks that mixes genres and does it surprisingly well. Awash with luscious electronic drums, synth and groovy guitar licks, Bear appears to spend the entire album experimenting with contemporary sounds. 
and we are talking about the late 70s here. In his interpretation of the birds, um, I'll feel a whole lot better. And the Rolling Stones, the last time, are pop-infused records that sound almost futuristic and forward-thinking. And it is true, I thought it was so... Um, of the 1980s rather than the late 70s. There are parts of those songs that are so forward-thinking and way ahead of their time. Now, BGO have put two bonus tracks um, on this album and they seem like an odd inclusion, but they do keep the vibe established by Sleeper Wherever I Fall and um, somehow sets the mood up for the second disc. They're taken from Bear's 1983 album, Drinking from the Bottle, Singing from the Heart, and could be a clue to future releases when they get to Bobby Bear again. Um, So the second half, the second CD, uh, starts with Bobby's second album of 1978, Bear, which feels like an attempt to produce a pure country effort. Now, one of the best albums in this set, in my opinion, Bear really does come into his own here. Now, gone are the synths and funky guitars and electronic drums of the previous album, and in sweeps a sound that finds an avenue between contemporary and classic country. The presence of fiddles and prominent backing vocals um, elevates the songs to another level, complementing the polished production. The first half jaunts along nicely with a series of catchy songs before slowing it down for the second half. Now, a highlight is the number Greasy Grit Gravy, which features guest vocalists including Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Dr. Hook and Shel Silverstein. Now, Bear's version of The Gambler is a catchy sing-along affair that once again shows his ability to make a song his own. And the album ends with the fantastic earworm, Sing for the Song, a a tongue-in-cheek love letter to country music by um, Shel Silverstein. And as I said, it's one of the best albums in the collection. I've listened to it several times um, since kind of writing everything down and thinking about it initially. And it's it's a fantastic album. I do recommend it. And uh, the last collection included in the set from BGO Records is Down and Dirty from 1980. It's a live um, it's a live album, and it may be a live album. But it's not the poorer cousin of the rest of the collection. We've all bought a live album and been slightly disappointed. Not so here. Bear, along with a live band, perform in front of an, of an enthusiastic live audience who clap and cheer along to every track. A loud crowd normally hurts live albums, but it aids this one, enabling the listener to pick up on the vibe and sing along and feel like they're part of that crowd. And uh, it features a set of songs written by songwriters including Chris Christopherson, Bob McDeal and um, Shel Silverstein, who I mentioned previously, that Bear had rarely recorded previously. The album mixes things up with flavours of country, folk and southern rock, continuing Bobby's period of experimentation. They released the recording Numbers as a single, which followed Bear's trend of releasing novelty tracks made in front of an audience. I consider this album to be a highlight of this collection, and it does round it off quite nicely. Now, I've just told you about the content 
of the album. What about the the quality? What about the uh, the transfer and things? Well, they've they've sourced these recordings from the master tapes, and it definitely shows. It is so clear. And they've been newly remastered on this set by Andrew Thompson at Sound Performance in London. And these tracks have possibly never sounded better. Having tested it on a PC through headphones and a 1980s hi-fi, the clarity was impressive. And if you're um, familiar with these sets from BGO Records, you'll know that they give you something a little bit extra. So alongside the music, the presentation of this set is impressive. Housed in a smartly designed cardboard slipcase, the CD has a nice sturdy build quality. The graphic design on the front and back cover displays things in a way that matches many other releases from BGO Records, i.e. if you've bought previous releases of this type, you pretty much know what to expect. Inside the booklet is all recording information from the albums, along with a detailed biography that covers most of Bear's career highlights. Although mostly compiled from sources freely available on the internet, it is nice to have it included in the set. So in conclusion, what is my rating for this set? Well, for this set from BGO Records, which contains the Bobby Bear albums, Mia McDill, Sleeper Wherever I Fall, Bear and Down and Dirty, I give a 7.5. That is my rating, and in my opinion, these four albums document a unique time and place and contain a mixture of highs and lows. There will be much debate about whether the set should have started from the Columbia years, but the first album helps to highlight the musical shift for Bobby. While this collection of songs may not be the greatest hits, the sheer eclectic nature makes this a worthwhile purchase. BGO Records have priced this collection at $9.99, which is a bargain for what it includes. The entire Bear album, as I said previously, is worth the price tag alone, and it is a great release worth picking up. Dyer's Daily